Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. Discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. The pop culture boys are back in your motherfucking ass. We're here to decide what is the best, most significant, most iconic, most just most beautiful, poetic, uh, sensitive, sexual, just, uh, just, <laughs> horny, um i don't know inspiring you got any more adjectives you want to throw in here duplicitous duplicitous merciless merciless uh savory uh spicy tangy tangy yeah Ooh, mommy (laughs) (laughs) is that is that you is that you in sushi restaurants because i don't think you know we've lived a we've lived a lot of life together but there's things we just haven't been able to do because we don't live next to each other yeah we and I just, and I don't think we've ever gotten sushi together. And there is a part of me that how easy that came up that like, after the guy, like they hand you the, like, you're like someone who's like, I love to sit counterside. Like that's, if you want to get real sushi, you go sit counterside and you tell the artist, fuck me up. <laughs> I do like and, that. And actually. he's like, and, and then it's like, that's how you respect him. And it's like, yeah, man, that's, yeah, I agree with you. Let's do that. And then I'd sit next to you and he hands you your first little, like the first little piece, you know, a little piece of shrimp or like a little piece of sashimi. Uh, fit, yeah. Sashimi. <laughs> And you just like dip it in the dip it in the soy and you put it on your tongue. You're like, ooh, mommy. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what did you just do? That's pretty accurate, actually. That's, that's about the sushi experience. You just look though, at me, Nick? you're like, that's respectful, Nick. That's how I respect the chef. And the you chef's know, like, I don't know. You know, in Japan, when you're supposed to slurp your noodles, you're all supposed to go, ooh, mommy. mommy. Every time you get your first bite of sushi. <laughs> Nick, next time I'm up in Minneapolis, though, we're go- you're going to find the best sushi spot we're going because I will house sushi my dog oh i know dude it's, it's i'm never concerned honestly there's a spot i mean I, I mean i know it's not the best sushi but i really love a good like a de- like a really decent like all you can eat kind of situation like when it's just sushi like that's like the thing they do they're not yeah, doing yeah, yeah. other food it's not like a golden corral situation <laughs> we nick if i come up there for sushi you take me to golden corral i'm gonna quit this show you're gonna have to find somebody else to do it what well, happened with after- you and Nick? You guys used to be best friends. He fucked me, man. He fucked me yeah. hard. <laughs> he fucked me hard. <laughs> he thought, he, he really thought, trust. no, Cody, no, seriously. You haven't even tried it. <laughs> You're not going to try the Golden Corral sushi? Dude, that's, uh, hey, if I'm being honest, that's a little racist. I feel <laughs> in my heart, feels like you are being racist right now because you won't try Golden Corral sushi. You don't have to put the gravy on top of it like I do. <laughs> you, don't have something- to di- you don't have to dip it in the chocolate fountain and put soft serve on it. That's something I do. Yeah, that's my thing. But you don't. I'm just saying, try the Golden Corral sushi. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. We're here to talk pop culture. And nothing's more culture and pop than Golden Corral sushi. That's the, the number one. That's when you know it's all happened. That's when the, uh, the synergy is ha- the singularity. That's what it is. <laughs> We've reached it. We, the singularity will happen once we have that because people will be like, mankind has reached its peak. Its pinnacle is here. When you hear one time food, like food reviewers, like, hey, man, I'm not, this isn't a joke. This isn't <laughs> April Fool's. Something's going on at Golden Corral. And I'm telling you right now, it is some of the best sushi I've ever had. <laughs> is it like the most high end? It's Dude, not, but they, G- Jiro dreams of sushi. That guy's going to show up there. And he's yeah. going to eat the gold and one tear is going to run down his face. And people are like, what the fuck is the golden corral doing? And it's just this one. It's yeah. just the one up here in Minneapolis. It's just how you find. Yeah. It's like how you like hear about like gas stations where you're like, yeah, I mean, they got burgers in there. You're like, I don't, I'm not going to like a gas station burger, dude. They're like, no, no, no. It's like a real, like, it's a full situation. It's like an actual chef who moved, had to like move to take care of his mom. 
So you opened up something Dude, in the one gas of the best, One of the best sandwich places I've ever had is Mr. Smith's Sandwiches in Vermilion. And it's just, it, not even like next to an Ace Hardware. You have to go in the Ace Hardware, in the middle, in the middle of Ace Hardware, there's a sandwich spot. And it's legit one of the best sandwiches I've ever had in my life. Oprah, it was even on the Oprah th- show. And the Dude, Oprah I magazine. love that. I love that that's like, just whoever was working there would just like kept bringing in like bomb sandwiches. And they were like, yo, Greg, yo, Greg, maybe tomorrow, why don't you bring me a sandwich? Is that cool? And like, he's like, I, yeah, man, I'll make you a sandwich. And then all of a sudden he's like realizing, he's like, hey, man, I'm starting to spend a lot on like product, like to get stuff. Can y'all just like chip in a little bit? I don't mind making the sandwiches, but I just, if I could get a little money back just so I can keep it going. And they're like, yeah, fuck, Greg, we'll do. Yeah, of course. And then all of a sudden it's just like, I mean, hey, Greg, we got, thing. we got one of these propane flat tops right here. Yeah. <laughs> Before you know it, they've just built a makeshift <laughs> fucking in the middle of Ace Hardware, some makeshift sandwich stand. Dude, that's what it's like. That's for said, sure how it happened oh. the first time. Cause he was like, someone's like, yo, Greg, you make Philly cheesesteaks. And he's like, I mean, I kind of know what I'm, I, he's like, I can fuck around and find out on one. He's like, I mean, but I, I you don't want to meet me to bring one you cold, right? They're like, nah, why don't we just hook up that Coleman over there? <laughs> you Dude. go to the butcher. We'll get this set up. Fuck it up tonight. So <laughs> good. The sandwiches are so fucking good. All right. That, we're dude. here, but not talking sandwiches. That's a different show. That's That's Cody and Nick's sandwich. Dude, extravaganza. Not, if we were to do best sandwich, how do you, because if you just said ham sandwich, what, what ham versus tuna sandwich? Like, what are I we think we'd ta- have to do like a hot ham and cheese versus the tuna melter. Like you can't just say tuna versus ham, but this well, is a different bracket. That's we're just- so we'd have to get like, it'd have to be like Italian hoagie yeah. versus Philly cheese. Stick. Like it has versus, to be- Yeah. And throw like a Monte Cristo in there the, versus the a toppings are yeah. already yeah. like, you can't just make ham versus Turkey, but you can have any topping you want. No, absolutely not. Okay. Because I'm like, how would, I mean, ham wins, obviously, but like. Against turkey, yeah, but. But I mean, it's not, God, how far, do, how far does ham go? <laughs> we got this, we got to do this bracket later. Write this down, write this down. Write it down, I'll write it down, I'll write it, I'll take, hey, someone else, actually, why do I have to do everything? You all do it. Just send me sandwich. Send me sandwich bracket. I want it. If you do it, I swear it'd be the next thing we talk about. I don't even care. Cody and I yeah, are. We're, about to, we're going on our winter break. You have time. No, I'm saying if you do it, I will. I'm, I have to drive through Sioux Falls. If you think for a second, I won't break through Cody's house, turn on a hog time to a chair, turn on all of his equipment for him, and we will talk sandwiches for two, <laughs> for two and a half hours. Then you don't know me at all. He'll do it. All right. Pop all culture, right. Nick. Lead us. You got that pop culture. So here we are. We're in the final four where we have group A winner, the one seed, 90s nostalgia, going up against group B winner, the 12 seed, the slap. And then on the other side of that bracket, we have the two seed, the multiverse, our group C winner going up against the group D winner, 14 seed, the fall of crypto. Hey, Cody, I I know we don't usually do this, but like, I'm really pissed off that you, that you flipped in the nineties over Elon because (laughs) he, his weeks only got, we, we take, we take a week off and we do our research and that man's week has been amazing. He's He's been been on fire. He's been doing so bad, but it's like the way that it's exactly what we talked about. They're like, you told him he was Tony Stark when he's fucking not. And now when people, when they boo him and now he can't handle it. Or like when he has to like answer for like his dumb, irrational decisions. And he's like, oh, 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 I thought, but I thought you all thought I was Tony Stark. We're like, we said it one time, dude. Like, it's fucking, you know, he's got all these bros in his mentions that they're just a sucking on his metaphorical wang dang, you know, like. They're just out here standing this guy so hard. He's throwing journalists off Twitter and saying like, well, it's giving the link to the guy who is like, 
hey, you know that very public information about where your jet is going at all times? Yeah, I'm just posting that. The very public, very legal information. <laughs> they took down that, didn't he? Oh, he, t- he I, shut that one down. Yeah, he shut yeah, that one he down. Yeah, he shut it down after, right right before, and then the next flight he took after he shut it down was to Epstein's Island. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know if that's, <laughs> I mean, probably. Like, got to get that blood so cool. somewhere. All right, but we're, we're not, we can't talk about Elon. I'm just upset because I'm like, damn, there was so, there was me. God, I hope that information's true. I would love it. All right. Me but no, we can't. We got to talk boat. about the 90s nostalgia. 90s nostalgia versus the slap, the Will Smith to Chris Rock slap. Now, this is, I mean, okay, I love the 90s nostalgia. Finally, I'm cool. I got my yo, I'm waiting for that yo yo trend because that's going to be hot, dude. And magic. I remember we spent like a weekend learning magic and juggling and stuff. Yeah. That's going to pay, that's going to pay off heavy. Do you think, okay, that's a very good point because you're right. The 90s, we were definitely magic came back. Like the guy did the videos of like, how magicians do their tricks. Yeah. And we were all like, wait, yo, magic's kind of dope. Like when you get <laughs> to like see how it's done too, you're like, it's almost cooler in a way. And now that does bring up a world where I'm like, okay, but we were, once again, when we were in the nineties, we were very young. We were yes. not in high school. No. So, so do we, do we honestly in our heart of hearts believe that magic kid had yes. his moment in, the, was magic kid prom king? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> is that what's going to happen now? Like we're like, we thought it was cool, but we were also young children and magic is inherently designed for young children. Magic is the coolest thing. It's designed for everyone. Nick, I, Cody, Cody, I, we have to put our biases aside. I know we want to believe like we're cool boys and we know all the cool stuff. We're pop culture boys. We know everything that's cool in the world and whatever we think is cool is obviously how the world feels. But I'm just saying, if there was a moment where pop culture, where, where Magic Kid could become prom king, I'm just saying, then pop culture very quickly was like, erase it from history books. We got to get, is that, that okay. dude quickly goes back to being a dork by all sense of pop culture. I, to be, do once you again, think we're, we, do you, I'm saying, do you think we're about to reach the point in history again? It's going to come around cyclically where Magic Kid or Yo-Yo Kid has a chance to finally be prom king again. This I want to know if they ever were, because I want to know if I don't want to set up. Here's my thing, Cody. We have a responsibility and we have to be careful. If we start telling young, impressionable minds, yo, it's going to come back. I swear, invest heavy in yo-yo and magic tricks (laughs) now. So that way, when it comes up in two years, you're the fucking God King. You're on it. You will be the number one most popular but right now no one seems to really think my yo-yo tricks and my magic <laughs> tricks are cool no don't you stop now kid you're on you're on the precipice of something great Nick, you, you frodo didn't turn around and they're like wait you use the lord of the ring reference is that gonna be is that even cool now it might it, it comes back late it was 2000s. cool in 2002 so if we're in the 90s give it time we're closing in on it just Nick, hold on we Nick. invested a lot of time me specifically in magic and juggling and I just want to know if, like, I can't in good faith tell a kid to do that because honestly, never once paid off. It's never <laughs> paid why off. Why does it sound like you want to pull like a never been kissed and the second juggling and yo-yo tricks become cool for that microsecond, you re-enroll in high school and you're like, no, it's for journalism. <laughs> Don't worry. I just got to do an expose on what it's like to be a kid nowadays. That, tat- that tattooed and fucking grizzled looking high schooler is really good at juggling and magic. You look like you've been hung over for the last like year. I don't think you're 17. Why? Why would you not think that you have a full sleeve and you smell like booze? Yeah. Like some kids are bad kids. I have, I have a bad I'm, home. I'm life. hard. Now I'm the yeah. hard juggling magic guy. <laughs> yeah. 
I just want another shot. Give me my shot, coach. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Oh, that'd be so good. But it's going up against the slap, right? The slap is iconic. It is the, I think that's going to be the defining moment of maybe the, like it could take the 2020 as the defining pop culture. It's not, it it is, it's on the list. Like for sure of things that like, we'll make the, when we look back at our, like those 10 year, you know, it's 2029, Lord willing, we get there. And uh, (laughs) because if y'all are putting money and making it that far, bold, bold. Yes. I put more money down that that yo-yo kid becomes prom king anywhere in America than that 2029 is a year you're going to see. Do you think if we're in a Mad Max scenario, right? There's tribes driving around fighting over water and gasoline. Do you think yo-yo kid with his amazing yo-yo skills will be worshipped as some sort of God? Like I, I think I think yes. I do think in a world where you know magic and like yo-yo tricks and juggling <laughs> that especially if society devolves and you can, and everyone's kind of forgotten that that was a part of the history. It would be like your grandson that you taught that like when like you've kept yourself safe from the marauders in like a cave or like a bunker situation. And you teach your grandson all of the great tricks, right? The yeah. thumb one, you know, <laughs> pull my thumb. Look, thumbs over here. Look, I pulled my thumb out. We need your blood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you teach them all the good, the coins behind the ears, all of the good ones. <laughs> That they would be like, I'm a sorcerer. He's a sorcerer. We can't kill him. He's a sorcerer. He must. So, okay, here's what we're telling you. We're telling you invest in juggling and magic and yo-yo for, okay, worst case, actually, this is, there's no reason not to. Best case scenario, you become prom king. Worst case scenario is you become the god sorcerer over the fucking wastelands in the apocalypse. Well, I think it's your, once again, you have to, society has to forget magic first. Okay. They have to have lived in a state of panic from, you know, being murdered all the time. I think as soon as we hit Mad Max level of the world, magic's the first thing we forget. You think it's, you think like, what's the time for, like, what's the five year before like, because if you did a magic trick in front of someone and then like, hey, I know how that works. It was in his other hand the whole time. Well, now you're going to get fucking killed. Like, yeah, there's no, you're dead. So you have to, it has to be enough time that any trick is that is, and if done well, no one can figure it out. And so they're like, you are now the Sorcerer Supreme. You rule over all of this. And it's your chance to bring society back. I mean, not from the brink. It already fell off the cliff, but now you have a chance to remake it in your own image. And hey. That's pretty fun. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't want that opportunity? It's like, hey, you know, don't get crazy with it. I mean, it seems like no matter what, all power goes straight to people's heads and they can't deal especially, with it. Especially, I don't imagine a world where, especially I'd say it happens to me and they're referring to me as the God sorcerer that I don't get a little heavy with it. Like a little <laughs> feeling myself, you know? It's hard not to, it's, it's, not, hard, it's not, hard not to smell yourself a little bit. But, and know? someone comes in and they're like, this is Cody. He's the God sorcerer. I'm like, God, that does a good, that has a ring to it. Doesn't it? I don't, the God I sorcerer. Do, I do like that. I do <laughs> like it. I do like that. You referred me as the God sorcerer. And oh. then the second someone like questions your, your power, you use like flash paper, to, like launch a fireball. And you're like, throw him to the pits. <laughs> but give it 10 years that I'm no longer the god sorcerer. I'm the dark emperor of skulls and just sit on yeah. a mountain of my enemies. And it's like, okay, he, yeah, he broke down. Oh, so you did. Oh, so you didn't reform society. Oh, so all those fun little socialist ideas you had, huh, Cody? <laughs> Gone out the window, baby. Those went pretty quick because uh, you were talking about like universal health care a lot and like people's bo- uh, bodily autonomy. You're like, 
no, no. What you don't understand is once you're up this high, people don't know what they want and you have to give them what they want. You tell them what they want. You, they I think know. they know what they want, but I know what they need. I am the God Emperor. Cody, I don't think they need to watch you do your magic show three times a day. <laughs> I just project it in everyone's home. Yeah. All right, I'm going to lock in the slap. It's Slap City, baby. Slap yeah. City, we got to talk about that. Slap City, because it's this. always tough to, because if you're saying what's the pop culture moment of the of the 20, of 2022, how are you going to give it to something from the past? Yeah, right. How are you going to be like the 90s were the best part of 2022? Like, come on. That's you got to you got to have something original. All right. We'll move the slap on where it will go up against uh, either uh, multiverse, just kind of the, the multiverseness that has happened in uh, society with pop culture and everything. And then going up against the fall of crypto. Once again, if you're just coming into this, we know it's just in a slump by the dip. We yeah, it's here. not it's not collapsing, it's just on sale. I've heard it all before. There's one thing you think, okay, what's more annoying is what we need to figure out here. Crypto bros when crypto's doing really good, or crypto bros when crypto's doing really bad. Because they're both annoying in completely separate <laughs> ways. Actually, the same way, no matter what, they're telling me to buy this damn thing. This is yeah. a pyramid scheme. This is all this is. This is a Ponzi scheme. To, it's yeah. exactly a Ponzi scheme. It's it's a thousand percent. If if it only works if more people buy in, I'm sorry, but you're kind of in a light Ponzi scheme then. Like that's just how they work. Is it's like, no, no, no. If everyone buys in, then the money goes up and then we're good. And it's like, but what happens if someone were to take the money out? Well, now I got my money back. And so now I would like to leave. Well, they won't do that because otherwise it would maybe collapse the entire foundation. That's interesting because that's a Ponzi scheme, my bro. That's, what, that's exactly what happened. Bunch of whales started whaling, and now this ain't worth fucking shit. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, if the highs of uh, of Bitcoin being sixty thousand, that's man, that's crazy. But I mean, at the end of the day, something that's fake is still sixteen thousand dollars. I mean, I know it's not fake. I get a blockchain. Don't send me any. I don't need oh, your literature. God. That's what it's gonna be, though. That's why now we're in the zone where I'm afraid. That if we start shitting on crypto like it deserves to be shit on, we're going to be in the multiverse where people just send us so much stuff about crypto. And I, I have some, guys. I, I get it. I'm not even trying to get my nut, too. Yeah. It's, once again, I'm not betting the farm on crypto, though. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, everything in life, just always, always, always remember, if it sounds too good to be true, and if someone who isn't you already got rich off of it and is now telling you you can too you're too late you're too late you missed it like i'm sorry that's what it is is you missed it because now if 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 fucking the guy at the gas station got rich and you're like well fucking larry's rich oh man i could get rich no no no. larry had a dishwasher at bros when i was working there and he was always talking my ear off like you gotta get crypto you gotta get crypto this one crypto or bitcoin and this one bitcoin was low and he was like using all of his money he was living with his parents to like buy shitty computers and have them be mining for bitcoin that dude is rich as fuck and lives in miami like right but do you want to know something that that dude did at some point sold it yeah he sold it (laughs) he sold that money because he's like yeah that's uh that's pretty good i got that money i'm gonna get the fuck out right now and uh peace peace be with you and also with you you know Here's the thing. He just, you know, with the multiverse, we talked about, you know, you had your Doctor Strange's, your multiverse of madness coming out. You got everything everywhere all at once. Likely the number one will go down and win all the awards this Oscar season. You really, but I'll bet you that it doesn't. What it did was legitimize the Marvel movies, like in a way where it's like, they're never going to give a Marvel movie an Oscar ever. 
and they and they probably shouldn't to be clear end game that was was worthy but because that's an accomplishment if we're talking about accomplishments in cinema end game is i i stand by as being one of the greatest accomplishments in cinematic history but they're never going to give it to them but what they can do is be like hey you know this other movie that is clearly taking from ideas that you've put out there and is formulating them but making them more emotionally resonant are a, a far better story i'm not saying that Everything Everywhere All at Once doesn't deserve to be called is anyway less than a Marvel movie. It's far better than any Marvel movie I've ever seen. But they're clearly using a lot of that stuff, superheroes, superpowers, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. But now you've made it into something that like the hoity-toity, the- Something know, that has heart. The bourgeoisie. Yeah, can, that they can, can get down on. That they can feel like, oh, because if they don't, they can't go to their parties and be like, Oh, did you see the multiverse of madness with Sir Doctor Strange? Like they can't, they can't. Did you see Captain America throw his his shield and bludgeon that bad man? It's like, I love when he does that. No, (laughs) they can't do that, but they can go and be like, have you seen that movie? Everything, everywhere, all at once. It was magnificent. And then it made me ponder my own existence and what it would be like to have hot dog hands. I did. It did do that. That is true. We all had to, we all got to live with the, in a world where we're like hot dogging. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like it, but there was something really sexy about it. You didn't think there's something sexy about it? Not, it's not, not sexy. I mean, maybe <laughs> it looks, yeah, sure. It's giant dicks on your fingers. Hey, we're not, we're not stupid people, but nonetheless, still pretty sexy. But it's like, I think as far as like where I'm leaning, I love the multiverse stuff. I love just like thinking about multiverses, you know, and like we said too, science is also out here making wormholes, sending messages. So yeah. at some point we're like, y'all, we're going to do it. We're going to plunge ourselves. Also, I like a multiverse. I like a multiverse because I like, uh, we, uh, God, one, a lost episode that you guys will never hear because everything fell apart. And we, I think oh. we lost the audio is uh conspiracy theory. And one of the ones that we talked about was the Mandela effect. I love Mandela effect. Cause I like the idea of like multiverses collapsing in on themselves, finding a point where they broke off. And now we're slamming back into each other. And, and that's Nick. how you end up with like, I thought it was the Berenstain Bears, not the Berenstain Bears, or that there's a movie called Shazam with uh, Sinbad. And I'm like, to me, that's the stuff where I'm like, I bet it was real. I, I bet, bet yeah, that's, dude, that's the multiverse, bitch. We need to consider our, the fact that if scientists have like figured out wormholes and shit, we know that the next step is plunging us into a dystopian nightmare where worlds are shifting between each other, right? Yeah, bringing in loose worlds. Now, as a reminder, folks, if you are, anytime that two universes collapse in on each other, sometimes you do end up finding your exact match. A lot of times your version of you actually lives in another country. And so that's when someone's like, they travel to Europe and they're like, hey, I was in Bosnia and this dude looked just like you, like eerily. I was like yelling out Nick and they just didn't say anything. That's the, that's just a multiverse where your family never left Europe. Decades, oh, like centuries That's what ago. it is. Yeah, you're still there. But you're, but all the lines still happen. You just didn't leave. So now you're there, but sometimes, sometimes the universes are too similar and it is you in the same house. You, you all the, a lot of decisions lined up. You had all right, multiverses collide, day. right? Every all the multiverses are wibbly wobbling together. You meet a version of you that is basically just exactly like you right now, right? Yeah, Nick. And what are you more likely to fight that man or kiss him? Well, I mean, this is the classic question, and I mean, this is where you all have to understand. Like, you have to be prepared to kill yourself. Not, not, not suicide, but homicide of the self. 
which sounds like another way of saying suicide. on the side of the cell that no that's i think that's what the crime would be called too yeah. like, i don't know what do we call this shit you could like go to the cops like i killed myself they're like no but you're here no 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 you don't understand a multiverse moment happened and my part my version of me landed we live in the same house and they we collided now we're here i had to kill him because you can't you both live the same life and now only one of you can live that life what that's the problem. One of us can go to work and one of us can play video games all day though. We trade. Okay. But one of you is going to want one. Of, both of you will want the video game. Like <laughs> we take turns. You can't, you're not, I'm pretty, Cody, I'm pretty reasonable. I feel so like unreasonable. You think that two of you would just be like, Oh no, we get it. Let's make it work. No. At some point, one of you is going to be like, I mean, it seems kind of unfair that like I work on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, which are, arguably the busier days and you work Tuesday, Thursday, which are lighter. I feel like I could ar- not, I would be like, well, then let's switch that up because if I got, it doesn't matter. All right, fuck it. I I'm killing myself. <laughs> yeah, you guys <laughs> can see, see the answer. I know having sex with yourself sounds like fun, but it's just masturbation still. So it's good. You're going to get left with the same feel. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was thinking about work and games, but yeah, now that I am thinking about well, that, you brought up right. kissing yourself and kissing is just one short that's one base away from sex. That's true. That's how I they guess work, that was right? easy to go there. All right. I'm not getting crypto. We got it. I think. We got a lot, Ken. We got because it. Yeah. this has affected the economy, I think, maybe. At least the economy of frat bros. Yeah. Man. Uh, yeah. It's, um. man, I've never, it's amazing that, like, how much white people, white dudes, very bro-y white dudes, just need, like, a pop culture border collie to tell them what to do next. Like, <laughs> Bernie Sanders comes in. All the bros move that way. Crypto comes in. All the bros move that way. It's the same bros. Same bros. Now, sometimes <laughs> the Joe Rogan border collie comes in and takes some of the bros away. That's a wolf, and it kills them. And they're never the same again. <laughs> they, become, they come back as the real Sigma male. That's it's real, a Sigma yeah. male mentality that you just can't understand, you beta cucks. Oh, you guys think that it's just about alpha betas? Well, I'm a fucking omega. I'm the Sigma omega sheep and you're like what i don't think that that's also a thing what where did you hear about that hey did you notice that everyone who classifies himself as a sigma male is like got really long hair but they're balding on top and they have a samurai sword what's up with that sigma shit (laughs) it's a sigma shit dog Dog. crypto crypto versus the slap if we're talking from just a pop culture point of view the slap right but if we're bringing in the whole economy i think crypto is going to be taught in school in the future Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, too, like, like, I mean, when we said this last time, like, I, I am fully expecting a comeback around to some level. A, crime is still going to happen. So we still need to money launder and ain't nothing better for money laundering than crypto and NFTs. Do you know how risky it's like, it's still pretty easy to launder money by buying art at ridiculous prices and values. Mm-hmm. But at some point, the government does get a little suspicious. So you're telling me all those like Monet sketches, not even the masterpieces, the sketches, the doodles, those sold for $4.5 million. Well, that's not right. <laughs> I am going to need to know who bought yeah, that. I mean, yeah, but they, we, they were shipped in this crate. That's also full of crack. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like NFTs. They didn't even have to bother. Ain't no one know. You can sit here and be buying, be buying. Trump just released his NFTs and they're literally stock photos that he did a filter over. It's fucking wild. Doesn't matter. It is just a stock photo of a, of the pile of cocaine that he's trafficking. (laughs) He's like, yeah, just buy the NFT and I'll send you the code. What? (laughs) 
Yeah, the one, the Coke NFT. If you buy a Coke NFT, I, I send you Coke. You buy the marijuana NFT, I send you marijuana. This isn't complicated. <laughs> it's very easy. Let's go. Yeah. So they're uh, going to well, teach crypto in school. Do you think? Do you think they'll teach the slap? I mean, there's always in like every history book, there's always like a moment where, or like there's always like it feels like a page where it's like the year 2022, and it'll just like show you like a quick splashy page of like what happened. And I feel like an image of this would for sure, I think you would see like Bitcoin, like you would see like that image. And then you would also see the slap and people would like be like, why did that man slap that other man? I think the hardest part about teaching the slap in future generations is it was already ridiculous that it happened in real time. And we had trouble processing it. That's why there's only like a million think pieces about it, (laughs) but it's going to be even weirder to like explain to our kids. Like, why did that? If the question is, why did that man slap that man? Why did he slap the other man? Well, Chris Rock made a joke about Will Smith's wife. Oh, my God. It must have been, like, really bad. So, no. <laughs> it uh, wasn't even that fun. It wasn't that funny, and it wasn't that bad. It was pretty benign. Honestly, if you would have not stood up and went and go slapped him, people would have forgot the joke completely. No one would remember yeah. it ever happened. But then the kid's going to be like, so, wait, then why did you all care so much? And, we like, to explain, like, it just... We didn't know you could do that. <laughs> it changed the rules. We didn't know. Like when people got up on stage, they were like crazy streakers who were like trying to get their 10, you know, their 15 seconds of fame. This was Will Smith. How much money did Will Smith lose because of this? Movies and TV shows. And I don't, I mean, once again, he has a movie out right now, Emancipation. It's apparently very good. Please go see it. So it's, I don't think at the end of the day, he's lost too much. I think like, he is Will He basically Smith. had to take a six-month break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he <laughs> took a sabbatical, but he's Will Smith. I don't know. I have more than enough goodwill for Will Smith. I don't think it's cool that you slap somebody, but well, also- We know he's going to throw hands. Well, hold on. I do think it's kind of cool you slap somebody. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think it's cool, but I'm like, that was kind of cool. Like, you just went, like, just went in and be like, I'm going to fucking handle this. If, Cody, if we were at a bar and someone, like- bumped into Catherine and yeah. just mentioned something like, sorry, I didn't see you too. You're like a short little fairy or I don't know. But people, how, once again, I'm not going to say anything mean about Catherine. So, <laughs> but if, if that happened, you just like walked away from our table and just popped that dude. I would be like, that's insane. And that's not okay. Behavior. That was fucking sick, bro. We got to go though. I'm not, <laughs> not going to fight. Cody, I'm really disappointed in you, man. We don't need to settle things with violence, but fucking good, good pullback on that. I'm dude. sorry. You, that was cool. You, I'm like, I hate that that's inside of me. I, <laughs> I know that I should be better and understand that violence should never, nothing should reach to violence before we use our words. Sometimes people got to get popped. <laughs> you caught him though. Oh, good. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the animal kingdom. I don't know if you've had a dog and a cat live together when it's like, I don't know if they're ever going to be friends. You want to know where that friendship starts? Right after the cat pops that dog on the nose the first time. Now <laughs> friendship can begin learning. We have to healing. build. This is, this is, we don't get to this point ever again. If you get to this point, you've exceeded your friendship boundaries and you have to take a friendship timeout. Yeah. I'm not getting the slap, Nick, because the slap is pop culture. Crypto, I, I, it's just whatever. It's too much. I don't give a shit about it. But this slap, this is the pop culture moment of the year. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, it is one of those things when they want to like, pull back and like be like the year was 2022 it'll just like a, a paper will fall onto the ground and you'll see will smith slapping chris rock and we'll oh, all yeah. know 
oh, it's 2022. That's how we know what year it is because that's the only year that that happened. God. And we can like earmark time by these so, like individual But here's individual the thing moments. now, the, the liberal media elite, are they going to make another slap happen this next year? Because that was the most that the Oscars have ever trended. So my question is, are we going to get like, I don't know, Celine, no, she's Celine, not Celine Dion. She's not a Grammy person. Um, uh, Anne Hathaway spearing Margot Robbie off the stage. I want it so bad. <laughs> I want it. What do you, what would Margot, what did Margot Robbie do? Like, what did she say? Cause if it's over, if it's over winning, then it's always petty. Right. Or it's like, really you lost, get over it. But it, so it has to be of a similar level where it's like the lightest of, but even then I'm like, what if, what if Anne Hathaway just need to get that revenge out? Yeah. What like, if she, I don't know, some joke tell- about how Anne Hathaway had to play a princess cause she couldn't play Barbie or something. Sure. Or I just like the idea of Anne Hathaway, like Margot Robbie gets up there and she's like, and you know, the magic of movies is what's so amazing. She's, she is Australian. So um, this is an accurate, uh, uh, imitation the magic of movies is so amazing we and then all of a sudden just Anne Hathaway spear right through and she just like goes like you know and walks away and then leaves movies <laughs> forever oh yeah dude and everyone's like what like, the fuck god and we just forever and ever she takes no interviews ever again Margot Robbie is left there to be like what did you do she's like I, I legitimately don't know. Oh no! And even better if Margot Robbie's like, I know what I did, and they're like, Are you gonna press charges? Anne Hathaway like speared you through a table, and she'd be like, No, because if I press charges, she'll bring up it, and then yeah. that's what we're left with. And everyone's like, What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, that's hey, Mar- I am Margot Robbie Anne Hathaway. I know one of you listen. Do it. <laughs> Just do it. Okay. okay? Before like- we lock in the slap, which I assume is gonna win, if we had the choice between Anne Hathaway and Margot Robbie as a diehard listener, which one are you taking? <sighs> It's tough because I think I don't want to be rude to Anne Hathaway, but I think her better I think her better days are behind her, and I think Margot Robbie's on the rise. But I think if I had to pick the movies, I would want I want right now. Like it's the past versus the future. I'm gonna go Margot. I'm gonna gonna go go Margot too. Margot Robbie. Yeah, I take that. I just feel like she would say something in an interview about it. Oh, like if like she she would be our Lin Manuel Miranda as he is to MBMB. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she could just pop in, hang out with us. Like we're just like it's like one of these random things. It's like oh yeah, we're like super cool with them. You're like, wait, you guys are like super dope with Margot Robbie. Yeah. Oh yeah. We like, we, we were just at like a thing. She liked our stuff first. We didn't even yeah. know. She came over to us. She, 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 she slid to our DMs on Twitter and we were like, what? Yeah. It's like, no, it was cool. And so, yeah, I mean, we'll have her on at some point, probably do like a Harley Quinn thing or whatever. I don't know. She's just cool though. Like we might not bring her on because you just don't want to use her for that. You know, yeah. she's a fun person. <laughs> Although I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be, I, our wives are not the jealous type. But like that would be the same if my wife, if my wife as a playwright, if like Ryan Reynolds were to slide in her DMs back, like, I really like your stuff. Let's write together. Like Ryan, why you do this to me? Why you want to hurt my family like this? <laughs> I can't have my wife just hanging out with Ryan Reynolds, even platonically. This isn't, I don't want to get on some like, oh, women and men can be friends. I have my opinions on that. But this isn't that time. I'm just saying, I don't want my wife hanging out with Ryan Reynolds unsupervised not because i'm worried about what they'll do i just know that she would just understand like there's a lot of cool people in the world nick <laughs> a lot of cool stuff i, I ryan really believes in with me. nick because if my wife's hanging out with uh ryan reynolds unsupervised that means at some point i might get to hang out with ryan reynolds supervised and that's all i've ever wanted so let's go dude i also i also just know that in a world where if something were to happen i'd have no i couldn't be upset i couldn't be mad i would be like i get it babe i it sucks but yeah, I understand why you did what you did. You had I'm to. I'm not getting into slap, Nick. 
Let's lock, let's lock in a slap, Cody. Let's do it. I'm with, I'm with you. This is the moment. So this is the moment of the year. This is it. And that is it, folks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to watch your boys, a few things that you can do, as always, share with a friend, tell a friend, wherever you're listening to this. Make sure that you are uh, hitting that subscribe. Make sure you are giving it five stars wherever you can. And then uh, rating and reviewing uh, all the good stuff. Slide into our DMs. Hit us up if you have ideas for a show. We're on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Just go at Friendly Comp Pod. You don't have to be Margot Robbie. You can be anybody. I think our DMs are open. Get in there. Ask Nick about his day. I'll tell you, I have no, the DMs is wide open, fam. Yep. So get and if up you want up. to do the sandwich bracket, email that to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast.gmail.com or go to website friendlycompetitionpodcast.com. Go to contact, submit through there. As always, shout out to Charizard for that intro to music. You want to hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp, type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. Thank you so much. We will be releasing some episodes over the break. We're not exactly sure how, or but there'll be some fun final four. So that way, when you need that little break from your family, when it's everything, it's been Christmas, and you're just like, I just need a moment to myself. But with my boys, we'll be there for you. Mm-hmm. While all your other podcasts abandon you during this time, because Leland has been time with their family, you are our family. Yeah. And also, we record these in advance. So we yeah, actually do this we, way, we are, a while do, we back. are doing that. There will be less episodes for a couple of weeks. just because. Yeah, it's not going to be less, but we'll, like, we'll be there. Like, we'll be there. So don't yeah. worry about it. Well, we love you, and uh, we'll... Uh, We'll, we'll, we'll chat with you next week. Peace. That's how we end the show. See you on the boat. I'm Nick. I'm Nick Carey. <laughs> I'm Nick Carey. I'm Cody Lita. Boat. <laughs> <laughs>